happy Friday, everybody. Hope you guys are staying safe, washing your hands, not doing anything crazy. Welcome to River and Roar, the official podcast of your South Bend Lions, brought to you by Game On, a sports podcast for everyone. I'm your host, Don. Finally back, we have Mr. Danny. What's back going in the house? On? Danny Miami in the building. What's going on, guys? It's happy to have Danny back. And tonight we have a special guest, one of the first signees for the South Bend Lions, Cole Rainwater. Cole, what's going on, bud? Uh, everything's going good, you know, just staying safe and working a lot, so. All right, all right. Yeah, best best, uh, best a young man can do. It's got to be tough on you guys. You know, I remember when I was in my 20s and teenage years, and this would have killed me. So <laughs> I could just imagine how – I mean, you said you're still working, though. Yeah, I uh, I work for a company called Ariel Landscaping. So I, it's one of the few companies around here that are still open, so – I just keeping me busy and in shape, I guess. So there you go. There you go. And great segue. Uh, one of the things, you know, we've asked everybody and I know this whole quarantine has got everyone, you know, it's hard to train hard to do stuff, you know, obviously in groups, you know, you guys aren't training with the lions and, you know, not with your college team or anything, but you know, what are you doing to like, you know, stay in shape for the season or even for, you know, playing a Valpo or anything like that on a daily basis? Um, just to correct you, I'm at University of Indianapolis now, but, um, are you? To, yeah. So, um, the Valpo had shut down their program in the fall and, um, I didn't know that. A, a couple of unfortunate events. And then, uh, coach Higgins picked me up and now I'm at University of Indianapolis. Oh, nice. Uh, Cause yeah. I, I couldn't find anything on that. So thank you for letting us know that our yeah, first, yeah. uh, flub here at river and roar. <laughs> Never. It's all good. It's all good. Well, go. all right. Let us know, you know. Now, let us know how you're preparing for that. Um, yeah, obviously, um, things are a little tough and everything. Um, I can't really go out and train with all my friends and stuff, but um, I had a running coach in uh, high school. I never ran cross-country or anything, but um, he's kind of just giving me, like, certain workouts, and I'm still getting workouts from University of Indianapolis and uh, just going out running as much as I can and then, you know, just trying to do ball work as much as I can in my basement or in my backyard, wherever I could find a space to do it. And if I may ask, uh, because obviously soccer is a two a twofold, right? You have your cardio. You always got to keep high maintenance, right? Long yeah. half, uh, nonstop. So that we, you got your running down pack. When you say you do the work, the, the technical side, uh, what does that entail? Do you have cones? Do you, like, is your basement spacious enough? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it kind of just all depends. Um, I have a, I have a goal in my backyard actually that, uh, I'll do some finishing on, but, um, yeah, it entails a lot of like cones and then, you know, just technical work, I guess you'd say, you know, like, like pendulums and all sorts of stuff, like just keeping it with the basics. But, um, I guess like the basics have always worked for me. So I just continue to do them and try to master them as much as I can. Dude, yes. Basics. Uh, I, I, there's a quote, I forgot who said it, but it said, everything you do, uh, no matter how technical you get at it, it all boils down to how down-packed you have the basics. Right? Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I agree with it completely. My my dad's kind of an old-school coach anyways, but um, he um, he's always there right by my side and making sure I'm pushing myself to the limit and not really slacking off with it. So, yeah. Oh, so your dad's coach is, is a coach. Yeah, so um, he um, yeah he he um used to coach at Lake Central High School, but um he just took a job with uh, 
IU Northwest. Um, it's in Gary or right around here, but uh, he took the head uh, coaching position over there. So, Sweet. and yeah, so coaching never really stops for him, especially if, even if I'm at a different college, he's still, you know, coaching me up as much as he can and stuff. Does he hit you up on the cell phone? Be like, hey, uh, are you doing this? Does he, how does he check up on your uh, training? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, sometimes like I'll just be in the backyard and then he'll come out. He's like, ah, you're not doing that right. Or, you know, like, <laughs> making, sure, making sure I'm still doing as much as I can and everything. <laughs> That's great, dude. He actually walks out and be like, hey, hey, dad. Um, yeah. <laughs> you need to improve on that. Never end. <laughs> and, and if you don't mind, you can plead the fifth if you want. All right. How old are you at this point in time? I'm 20 right now. I just turned 20 April 16th. Uh, happy birthday, man. Quarantine birthday. Yep. <laughs> Sucks. Uh, I mean, and, and how did you celebrate it? If you don't mind me asking. I, how I celebrated it? I had a 12-hour workday at, uh, at the company I work at. So. Man, you're hardcore, man. That's, that's, that's something. So, yeah. so like, because you know how you look online and you see all these people having, like, uh, you know, Skype birthdays and, and or, or, like, what are, they, what are they doing now? The caravans? Or everybody they, brought, they just had one outside here today. Are you serious? Uh-huh. Oh gosh. You know, he, he rather this those are so painful to watch that this dude rather work a twelve hour work shift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I always enjoyed working and I don't know, just one of the good aspects of me, I guess you could say. For sure, man. And and, and you know, you've been doing this for most of your life, right? If that this is like the sport you've played the most. Yeah. And 100%. you're at, it was it uh was it pitched to you like, hey, do you like soccer? Or did coach dad say, hmm? you're going to play soccer. <laughs> so um, <laughs> a little bit of I, for like the first like 10 years of my life, I used to be like terrible, like to the point where my dad like would cry, like he's never going to be like anything. He's never going to be anything in this sport. And then I guess like just hard work and persistence, like kind of, you know, got me to the point I am today with his help, obviously. But um, yeah, he's always like pushed me like, Hey, like soccer, soccer, soccer. And, it's just something that stuck with me. I guess once you love something, it never really goes away. So, that's amen to that, man. And Tech, so I got two more questions. I'm I'm running Donnie out of you know I'm running Donnie off the show for a second, but I, I'm just so curious, man. A lot of fans are gonna love to hear the insights about who you are. So this is great. Um, first question: When did you realize you loved it? And second question: If you want to follow up in the same train of thought, when did you realize, holy, I'm good at this, and I want to do this for, however, wherever I can, like those two things. Yeah. So. Um, I guess um, to start off, like when I kind of found out I loved it, um, I there's a indoor place. It's in uh, Dalton, Illinois. It's called Willie Roy Soccer Dome, and uh, obviously, like I enjoyed soccer. I didn't like love it, love it, love it at the time. And then um, I actually like came off the field one time, and like a bunch of little kids came up to me. They're like, "Hey, we love the way you play and everything." And like I, at that moment, I knew like wow, like, I kind of love the sport almost, you could say. So uh, what age was that that you said, okay, I love this. This is amazing. Like, not, not just, not just uh, like, I like it, but more like, oh, man, I, I think I'm in love with this. Yeah, probably. I was probably around, like, 12 years oldish. Awesome. Awesome. Nice. And <clears throat> just, a, just a quick, uh, quick question on that. Kind of, well, not so much a question, more of, you know, just a blanket Give us a little bit of, you know, I think Danny touched on it a bit, but, you know, your soccer background, I guess, like, I know you say you started, you know, your dad was a coach, but, you know, you had to start somewhere, playing somewhere. Did you play travel ball? 
you know, what led you up to the South Bend Lions? Yeah, so um, I um, I used to play, like, town ball, like, at Shareville Soccer for, like, my local town or whatever, and um, we had this team, it was, like, kind of my core group of friends, there were seven, seven of us, you know, like, and um, we just kept going, going, and then as a team, our team kind of got better and better, and then um, we became a club team called Indiana Magic, and then um, as time went forward, my dad became, like, the director of Indiana Magic, and then my mom kind of did the logistics side of things, so my parents owned the club, and then as that kept going on, um, my dad, we moved to Three Lions United. It's, a like, another travel, like, a club team around here, and then... Um, you know, I played a couple of years under Brendan Roth, who was the assistant coach at Valpo. And um, as, you know, time goes on, uh, I end up getting picked up by the Indiana Fire Academy. And I played for the academy a couple of years. And then after that, like, I went to Valpo. And then the whole program got shut down. And now I'm at University of Indianapolis. Okay. And you also trained with the Indy 11 for a little bit, didn't you? Yeah, I uh, I played in like a couple of preseason games with them as well. But um, yeah, I trained with them a lot my senior year. I was um, you know, I was going up there two times a week to train with them or whatever. On top of already going there for club practice and everything. Nice, nice. That's got to be fun because they're they're uh, they're a good group up uh, well down there I should say. From where yeah. I'm, but <laughs> they're a good group down there from what I understand. So that's that that should have been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, great. Great group of guys, and then obviously, like I like Coach Ronnie, and then uh, Coach Phil Presser, who was in charge of the academy I was at. He's the assistant coach there, but yeah, great group of guys and everything. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, actually, go ahead, Danny. Yo, no, I was gonna say. So, your position—I mean, I know it for your for our fans out here and your future fans. Uh, your position is. Um, and I'm playing currently the in the midfield, like in eight if you guys soccer formations and stuff um like right in the midfield but so that that means you're a little aggro you you can strike Ooh, pardon me do you strike are you like so that means you can strike right like if you're in the i think if you're on the eight that means you're kind of you can kind of be a threat at any given point in time yeah just in the midfield back and forth like defense to offense and everything yeah yeah, that's and uh, have you ever? Is this the position you've played at that you play your best at? Or if, for example, like let's say I'm playing FIFA and you're on my roster and I accidentally clicked on another position that you don't belong in, what other position would you play very well from that or that you've tried? Well, I've always played a striker my whole life. I just started playing like in the midfield my senior year of high school. Nice. So it's recent. In the last four years, you've really been in the midfield. Yeah, so it, it was a weird story. I wasn't, like, so thrilled with it, but now, like, I'm glad I am. I um, It was, like, preseason going into my senior year for the Fire Academy, and, um, like, the we had, I had Coach Griffin come up to me and Coach uh, Phil Presser, and they're like, hey, like, we like you up top and everything, but I think we want to move you into the midfield. And I wasn't thrilled about it, but, you know, I'm like, ah, okay, I'll do it. And then – um since then it's kind of stuck or whatever so yeah call in the office when you talk to your performance no your performance was great it's just that our opening position right now is not where you're thriving we need to put you back here and then you said but you still stuck with it and you figured you still you're still good you still you still figured I'm, I'm still you can find levels of comfort in that position yeah that's awesome so you're versatile man you're that's what i like to see uh, uh passing have you gotten has this improved your passing over time 
Uh, yeah, I would say so. You know, it's it, I had to like work on it a little bit more, and like obviously just kept training on it. But uh, now I would say it got like pretty good. So and feel would you say it also helped out with your well? I mean, as a striker, you need to have mad vision because you got to see where the scoring where the scoring opportunity is as the ball is getting to you. So you need to start you know reading how the you know how you're going to strike as the ball is getting to you. Would you say that your vision? as a striker has improved ever since the position has changed? Like, okay, now I'm having to do other things. So I'm more aware of other people's movement. Is there like an, an extra vision that gets gained by switching these positions? Uh, I wouldn't like say it's a whole different vision, but um, obviously like your vision improves, like just seeing different things in the, on the field in general helps you like in any position, I guess you could say. Right. Right. But, yeah. It's um, from, like when I'm playing like indoor soccer, sometimes I like to play in the back at the time because like, I'm normally a striker in normal games and it's like, Hey, I could envision what the defender's seeing and how I could change that as a striker, like the two different visions, I guess you'd say. So right. just yeah. seeing different sides of the ball and everything is important. I think if you want to be like pretty successful in your main position. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's what I was going to ask too. You know, Danny touched on some, some offensive aspects, but when you drop down back to the midfield, your defense has to broaden a little bit as well. And, you know, being a striker for so long, is that something you noticed as far as, you know, gaining strength as far as a defender as well? Um, I wouldn't eh, – I would say, yeah, a little bit. Um, I've kind of always been, like, more of a blue-collar worker. Like, <laughs> yeah, because of my dad and everything with being the old-school coach and everything. And, obviously, Coach Higgins likes blue-collared uh, workers as well. So, um, you know, it wasn't too much of a change, but obviously, like, going from like you're not really defending as much as a striker to you're defending a lot in the midfield it was a pretty big change yeah I would say so okay there's a little fun fact so here on the other side of game on we yeah. were doing a football manager 2020 sim and yeah. I had the lions put into the game we did a whole database and I created the five of you guys the original signees <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. dude you killed it <laughs> Yeah. Congratulations. Um, Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I, um, yeah, I have a little brother and, uh, when like, you know, I first heard about it, I didn't know exactly what it was and I pulled it up on my phone and then my little brother sitting next to me, he's like, Hey, it says your name right there. I'm like, yeah. And me and him watched one of the games actually. Yeah. It's hilarious, dude. You scored like, I think I, I I'm going to get back to it. I had some stuff go down in the last week or two. Um, yeah. So I kind of backed off of it, and we're trying to grow the game on side as well. But your shots from range were hilarious. I think you had eight goals, and six of them were from outside the box. Yeah. And it, cra and it, and it just cracked me up, and I wanted to ask if that is that – or, you know, was that sort of your specialty from, like, long-range shots? Is that something that you do? Because it would be hilarious if it was. <laughs> I know. Uh, I've always been more of, like, a finisher, like, inside the box, but um... – I've been trying to work on like the long range thing. So I guess uh, I'm going to have to really work on it now, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just a video game, but now you have at least one expectation from me. Nah. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Donnie, Donnie, get, you know, we want to see long shot. That's it. That's all you're going to do now. We're going to demand it. The fans want to see it. You know, but honestly, I, I love, I love inside the box finesse finishes. Those are, you know, we, you know, do your thing, man. But, uh, you know, uh, don't let us don't let us sway you one way or another. Don't take long shots. Don't take long shots. You don't have to. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> I got you. Um, so, being a soccer fan, you know, and a soccer player, and your dad being a coach, do you have a specific team? You know, other than the Lions, 
that you su- that you support, you know, whether it be in Europe, whether it be here at MLS, anything like that. Careful. Yeah. I, besides the Lions, obviously. Um, I uh, I actually like Manchester City a lot, but um, mm-hmm. believe it or not, my dad's a Manchester United fan, so you could see how fun. that goes on game days and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have a, you know, being you know being a striker for most of your life and being at the eleven and now dropping down to the eight and doing that? Do you have like a favorite player that you try to emulate or mimic on the field or that you follow? Oh, that has inspired you to yeah. to yeah, stylistically. Um, I Arturo Vidal by far, I think. He's a very blue collar guy and uh it's who I try to be when I'm in the midfield at least. But even when I was a striker, Arturo Vidal's kinda always been my player I've always enjoyed watching a lot. Nice. That's a that's a name you don't hear very often. Usually, I ask people like I ask Axel, and he's like Ronaldo, and I'm yeah. like, oh well, duh. I think everybody, <laughs> yeah. I think everybody wants to be him, but he plays the eleven, so I sort of understand that. Um, yeah. So, uh, I guess give us a little bit of background on how you got involved with the Lions. Uh, how how it was approached to you? Was it one of your coaches? Did anyone approach you with that? Did Tiago just you know contact you? How did that work? Yeah, so um, I, you know, I was like going through my season at uh, Valpo and everything, and um, somebody told me like, hey, like they're opening up like, you know, like a pro team in South Bend or whatever. I'm like, really? Like, you know, like that's pretty cool and everything. And then um, I talked to a majority of my coaches, and then I found out Coach Tiago was the head coach. Um, and my academy always scrimmaged Bethel, like with Coach Tiago coaching. So. Um, I had a couple of coaches like Coach Higgins, Coach uh, Brendan Roth, Coach Avery, and like my dad trying to reach out to Coach Tiago. And um, I guess like it just went from there. Like Coach Tiago kind of already knew who I was and everything. So, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I mean, networking, a big part of it. Obviously, yeah, lots of networking. Little, and, and you're local, so to speak, right? You're You're pretty close to the area. I it's probably like an hour 45 minutes to an hour away from like my house I live in Cherville Indiana so so you're you're 45 minutes away from uh, the potential home stadium or, yeah, or, about or, that. yeah so you have the long probably one of the longest drives <laughs> out of everybody you're gonna you're gonna get there you're gonna be all like stiff when you get out of the car yeah, guys <laughs> yeah um coach Chico actually wanted me to like live in South Bend or whatever that traveling but uh, you know a couple things happen and everything so we'll see and so that's a that's a prospect idea right like you moving out here a little just to be closer to the home games and yeah that's tough man i mean luckily indiana is not that expensive being from the cities like donnie and i donnie being from new york and me being from miami there's no way a 20 year old um Unless, unless you got a partner, there's no way to do it. So at least this, this is the place to do it, man. Yeah, I think you're in the yeah. right market. <laughs> yeah. There's a kid from Crown Point who was actually going to sign with the Lions as well. And, like, that Crown Point's, like, 10 minutes away from my house. And me and him are really good friends. So that's something that we had talked about, too. As well. We're splitting the gas, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So we have to do it because I've, I've deemed it. This is it. That is, you probably have the best name in USL league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of I don't people. Ca- a lot of people talk about it. Yeah, I don't care what anyone says. It's you. I say it on every stream on FM twenty. I say it every time. Any post that I post on Twitter that has your name on it, in parentheses, best name in USL two. Cole Ringwood. Yeah. 
it's, 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 it sounds it sounds like that's not your name. It sounds like it's your you gave yourself a nickname that sounds like a full name. Yeah, a lot of people say that. Yeah, it's it's a badass. What what I mean, where uh, so growing up, uh, you must have gotten a lot of. I bet you that name got you in the door. It had to half the time at least. Yeah, it, it's like you know, like even in school, like you know, my teachers are like, yeah, it's whatever, and then like substitute teachers that like are you like messing with me right now or and like you know and <laughs> growing up like like every time it rained outside it's like oh it's rainwater and it's like it got like kind of annoying at one point but you know it just it turns into like uh, like just you know pride at one point and like I'm proud to have the last name I do and everything so yeah Definitely. I mean, honestly, I would, as a teacher, step up. Yes. Uh, you, what's your name? Cole Rainwater. What's up? <laughs> like, like, what's up? Uh, my, last, my last name is Marco. I envy you in the sense that, uh, you know, I definitely didn't get just the rainwater jokes. Every first day of class, every year, it was roll call by last name. So when they got to the letter M, I was always like, oh boy, here it goes. Here it goes. Marco. What do you think? What the, what the whole class? Well, it was so every year I was just waiting to the first person that said I got punched. The first person. Yeah. I have a pretty, I have a pretty generic last name, so it's not, there's nothing exciting. I think everyone, I'm like a Smith. <laughs> you're, the, you're, you're a Smith. You're a Moore. Don't my last name is Moore. It's like everybody has that name. <laughs> but, but yeah, man, I mean, it is one thing that, uh, I mean, I still have one more guy to get on Richie Ontiveros. But one thing I've noticed with the four of you guys, the four signees, I haven't got Richie on, but I'm sure it's the case as well, especially since yeah. he, you know, he paid, play, played for Bethel. Yeah. But, I mean, not only there are they going after guys that know the game and can play the game, but they're, always, they're also going after character guys. Every guy I've spoken to, you included, Sammy, Sammy Beak, meaning Sammy Atkins, Axel, all character guys. You're saying you're a hard worker and you work hard and you do your thing. You spent your birthday working, working 12 hours. That's I mean, crazy. That, that has something to say. At 20 years old? Are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. At 20 years old, the last thing on my mind was working 12 hours on I my did, birthday. Especially on my birthday. That's a work ethic like so, no other, man. That's good. So, I mean, that's awesome. And I mean, maybe it's because of the situation we're in right now. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I don't think, I mean, just by talking to you, I mean, I, I think that's awesome. And I think all you guys will get along and it'll be tough to pick a leader, man, because everybody just has that quality that I've spoken to so far. And, you know, I got to give you credit. All you guys are young and, you know, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully when the season kicks off uh, next year, it's looking like at this point, unfortunately. Uh, but Yeah. The official season. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be, it's going to be tough. But, uh, uh, silly premeditated question here. This is, this is a very, I mean, I'm going to put myself out there. Is there even an assigned captain of the team right now? I, I mean, it's too early for that. I get it. And like you yeah, said, yeah. they got they got too many leader leader personalities to know who's gonna. Yeah, I mean, they haven't even been on the field. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's silly. I I I'm aware of that. I just wanted to see if there was maybe you know, maybe Rainwater want to be like, yeah, it's me, dog. Rainwater, Captain. <laughs> What's up? Yeah, yeah, I I uh, I haven't like you know like really talked to all the Bethel guys, but maybe there's like a true leader out of all of them. But um, you know, it, I just think it's something like I think it's all mutual respect, and I think like we all have that mutual respect for each other that like if somebody were to say something like, you know, that everybody would follow along with it just based off the respect that everybody has for one another. 
And on that note, have you, um, I know that the signing of the players has been recent, everything's so recent. So have you had the chance to kick it with these guys? Uh, have you, do you know them from past uh, games or, or, you know, it's a, it's a community of soccer. So have you kicked it with them before or? I, I've never kicked it with them. Um, I want to say in my senior year, we played Bethel when I was playing at the academy. And I think uh, I may have played against a couple of the guys during that time or whatever. So Bethel would have been but, our, our yeah. guy. Uh, what's his name? Um, a couple guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, man. I mean, I, I really do appreciate you coming on the show, Cole. I mean, it's been a blast talking to you. I mean, I wanted to get this out there and get, you know, the people and the fans at the Lions. I mean, I know, unfortunately, there's not going to be a season this year. Hopefully there are some games played, but we are still going to keep you guys out there and relevant. We want to get you guys doing some fun stuff and getting things together. There'll be plans down the line. But again, you know, thank you for spending your Thursday evening uh, with us and talking to us and letting the fans get to know you. And, um, you know. At least it wasn't a 12-hour 12 12 hour episode on his, on his birthday. You know, yeah, I, know. I did work today, but yeah, <laughs> man, good on you, man. Yeah. Well, Hey man, you have a good night again. Thank you for coming on. Stay safe and we'll definitely be in contact and get going again. Okay. Yep. Thank you guys. Go Lions. Hey, go go Lions. Lions. Later. Go. Later. Go. Yep. Bye.